0: Oh boy, this is getting good. Um, I practice what I preach, you guys. Like you've heard me say, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, um, just keep trying, keep showing up, keep believing, keep trying. You will find the thing that gives you the post abortion experience that you're looking for, that you're dreaming is possible. Um. just keep looking keep looking keep trying um, don't be disappointed when something doesn't work perfectly or all the way it may just be the next thing that's like the next layer the next puzzle piece that's going to help everything click into place so this podcast is a place that introduces you to all kinds of healers, all kinds of thought work, all kinds of perspectives so that you can just keep puzzling them together in order to um, find your freedom and keep living your freedom. Honestly, like I found my freedom. I am 100% at peace with my abortion. I am like, I don't feel like it holds me back in any way. It literally gives me wings to to be who I want to be in the world. And I keep talking about my freaking abortion, right? Partly because I want to help all of you, but partly because it is so healing to keep un, to keep using this one thing as a way to go deeper and deeper and deeper into my growth. So, um, you know, it, my abortion was five years ago. And it's still the thing that I can learn so much from. It's, it's amazing. So anyway, I'm doing what I say, right? I am showing up and trying new things. And I have a really huge freaking vision for this work and for what my voice can inspire in the abortion conversation. And it's literally barely even off the ground. Like, There's like a toe in the water of what's possible and of what I know wants to be created through me. Um, And so I am always trying to find ways. I am always trying new things to put together the pieces of how am I going to reach all the people? Like there are so many people who need to hear what I'm offering. How am I going to reach them? And so I show up all the time and I try new things and um, today's podcast is me trying new things. It's me going like, oh, this is the next piece of the puzzle. This is the next thing that needs to happen. This is the next thing to try on, and you know, whenever I try something new, I'm like, oh, I hope this is the one that sticks. I hope this is the one that Works like, of course, I'm a human, so of course, naturally, I have this, um, this like hopeful nature of maybe I've found the thing that's gonna work. But <laughs> I know also as a human that there is no one thing that works, and that's always gonna be a building, and uh, you know, a creating, and an adding, and a taking away, so this bonus podcast series is now going to come every week. It's literally going to come every week. Um, this morning, it became clear to me that a next step in the journey was to release my guest episode on Tuesday and then release this bonus episode later in the week. Today's Friday, so maybe it'll come out every Friday. I have no idea. But to release a bonus episode in which I talk about the podcast guide that I have created for you to make my podcast your coach. Because I know that not all of you will take the leap to hire me. Not all of you will dive in and do the deep work with me. With me. I, I have done so much um, of absorbing free resources, doing it on my own, trying to figure it out. And some things I have done that way. I know for a fact that hiring a coach to take the journey with you is it's it's just the quickest, most intense, deepest, most effective way to do to get where you want to go. But it's not always the right choice. Like maybe you will hire me later and not yet. Maybe you already hired me and you're listening to to seal in, to keep doing the work, to keep showing up. Um, Maybe you will never hire me for reasons that are related to resources or beliefs you have about yourself. This podcast will still change your life. And I really want to use this bonus call to show you how this podcast guide can be your coach. How I can be your coach even if you don't get on the phone with me on zoom with me, show up with me weekly. Again, do it. If you can, if you have the resources and you're holding back for any reason other than, um, you know, like if you're paying your grocery bills and you are paying your mortgage and you are taking care of your family and you're holding back because you're shy, because you're scared, because you're afraid it won't work. Like, oh my God, get in here. Um, But if you don't have the resources and you want to use this, use it. So number one, if you're listening right now and you have not been to my website, amandastarkingsley.com, top banner has a link to the podcast guide. I am going to add to that guide every week, every single podcast episode is going to have a guide. It's basically going to be like a book of you getting to self-coach yourself with my support. So we're on page one, right? We have released one episode in which this guide um, exists. Every week we're going to add to this and you are going to get to do the work of showing up and self-coaching yourself, letting my voice, my guest voices be a part of your healing journey. Go to my website, amandastarkingsley.com. There's a banner at the top. You can click that banner for a direct link to, you're just going to enter your email. You're going to get a direct link to the podcast guide. Then you're going to bookmark that or save it so you have access. You'll also get an email with that. Um, The other place you can access that is if you just go to like listen to the podcast Speaking Light into Abortion, there's a link there. but There's a link on my Instagram. But find that link, access the podcast guide. If you can't, send me a message. I will help you. (laughs) I want this to work for you. So find the podcast guide. Um, I think how I'm going to structure this call is, well, first of all, I do the freaking work with you. Like even though I had my abortion five years ago, I learn shit when I do this. I learn it about myself. I learn it about all of you. Um, I, I have sitting in front of me the answers to this podcast guide. Like, I did it. And so I'm going to kind of walk you through how I filled it out. And sometimes I'm going to fill it out based on what I see in my client population. Like, what are the things and, and my community population. What are the things they are coming to me with that I can share with you in this way um, so you can do the healing work? So, this week's podcast was about shame. Let's dive in because every week when I do this bonus episode, I'm not going to have this long intro explaining what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) I'm going to just jump in and we're going to talk about whatever last week's, whatever this current week's episode is. So let's talk about this week's episode with Simone Soul, who, again, if you know me at all, you know she's one of my absolute favorite people in the world. I think her work is genius. I think um, she's a gift to humanity, and you definitely need to listen to that episode and follow her work. But this week's episode was about shame. Shocking, I know, shame is one of the biggest things that comes up. Um, around the topic of abortion because it has such a huge stigma it's nearly impossible to not have some kind of shame um I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it is impossible to not have some kind of shame as a human being um especially after abortions but it's what we do with that shame do we give it our power do we let it run the show Or do we recognize it, see it for what it is, process through it, and move on and thrive in our lives? That's the place I want to get you to. So I just Googled quickly, like, what is the definition of shame? And I'm going to go with this first one I found, which is a feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. So I think that word consciousness is actually really important because we have these conscious thoughts. Well, we also have, we have tons of thoughts all day long, every day. Some are conscious, some are unconscious. It's the conscious learned ones that are creating shame. Just like Simone said on the podcast, like shame is this unnecessarily, unnecessary learned emotion. And so we have these learned conscious thoughts that something we've done was foolish or our behavior was somehow out of alignment. I think the key to our healing is going beyond those and into the unconscious, subconscious, like below the surface thoughts that are also true, (laughs) And giving them our power, right? We take these learned beliefs, soak them in, integrate them, and give them the power of causing us to feel shame, right? Like we give them our feelings (laughs) and we have these thoughts that create shame, whatever like you're human you're never not going to do that I don't think like I, I don't know unless you become like Eckhart Tolle or like the Buddha I don't know I think it's just always going to come up for you again it's a matter of how aware are you that it's happening so if you found the podcast guide already or if you're looking at it now or if you're gonna go download it later The first thing I asked you to do this week or invited you to do this week was identify five thoughts about abortion that feel shameful to you. And so I did that sort of like this week I did that in terms of what my clients are coming to me with. The first one I wrote down, and these are in no particular order, they're just what came to me, was I should have known I'd feel this way. How many of you are thinking that? How many of you have thought that, right? This isn't what I anticipated I should have known. Somehow I should have known I would feel this way. Another one is I shouldn't have listened to him. Him, her, them, um, whoever, right? I shouldn't have listened to them or I should have listened to myself. Or maybe even I should have listened to that other person, right? That, these are two thoughts that, that create this feeling of shame. I should have checked the strings. This one was mine directly, right? Like, so much, um, so much of me because I had an abortion after my IUD fell out and I didn't have shame for the abortion. I think the abortion was the most brilliant choice I've made in my lifetime um, for so many reasons, but I had shame that I got pregnant in the first place. So, of course, My little shame circuits were like, how can we make her feel bad about this? She should have checked the strings. So that was one that created shame for me is I should have checked the strings. Another one I wrote down was I'm not supposed to feel like this because I chose it. Oh my God, I know so many of you are having this thought. I'm not supposed to feel like this because I chose it. Therefore, if I'm feeling like this, something is wrong with me. So, so common. Another one is I can't believe this happened. And this is an interesting one because it steps into this place of like, denial, right? We're in this like, zone of denial. I can't believe this happened. I think it's kind of sneaky because that sense of denial leads to the shame. Um, It's like, underneath it is I let this happen. I allowed this to happen. Something is wrong with me for having gotten to the place where this happened. But um, all shame inducing thoughts, shame inviting thoughts have some element of beating yourself up, right? There's this like, I feel terrible. And so to make myself feel better. I'll beat myself up, bully myself so that I'll learn a lesson so that it won't happen again. Spoiler alert, does not work. (laughs) It does not work. It only makes things worse. So all thoughts related to shame are going to have some element of like beating yourself up. It's terrible. Please stop doing it. Get yourself into some coaching or therapy. Surround yourself with people who can help you stop that pattern. Break the cycle of beating yourself up. Break the cycle of thinking. If you bully yourself enough, you're going to make it better or different next time. Um, Okay, so then we come to the second part of the podcast guide in which my advice to you is like, there's so many directions we could take this. And in a coaching call, I would really get specific about your situation, your thoughts. And, you know, it is what it is when, and I'm, I'm accepting it more and more about myself. But when I'm on a coaching call, I'm literally just channeling, (laughs) like hearing messages from God, spirit, universe, my inner knowing, the collective consciousness. I don't actually know what the fuck it is but i get these really clear messages specifically for the person that i'm on the call with. So, in this call with you, i'm just kind of like trying to wrap it all into a bundle and sometimes i get a really clear like this is what you should say. Um so if i were on a call with you and we were exploring the shame that you have, um there are so many directions i don't like that it might go. And people who hire me just trust me with whatever direction I think it's meant to go and um, and I now trust myself to take it where I think it's meant to go but the tool I want to offer you in this podcast guide is to just like to consciously shift your perspective not to eliminate or cancel out the thoughts you've had that have created shame, but to sort of bring some balance and perspective. And so in the podcast guide, I first asked you to identify some thoughts that bring about shame. And I just shared those with you. And then the second thing I ask you to do is, I'll just read it directly. It says, if shame were off the table, what else could be true? About these same five things. What else could be true? And so let me show you what that looks like. The first thought at the top was I should have known I'd feel this way. So common. So many of you come to me with this. So many of you are struggling here because you're literally confused and overwhelmed because you think you should have known that you'd feel this way. And if you had known, you would have done something different to create a different feeling. Maybe you wouldn't have had the abortion. Maybe you would have had the abortion in a different way. Maybe you had would have had the abortion with different timing. I don't know. Here's what it would look like to ask yourself, if shame were off the table, what else could be true about these same five things? So the first one is we learn by doing. Okay, Maybe it feels really true that I should have known I'd feel this way. But what else is true? We learn by doing. If you've if you've been one of my clients before, you might have heard me mention like, it'd be like having a new baby who's learning to walk. I know some of you don't like when I bring up baby references, um, because this is literally a podcast about choosing not to have babies, but That's the work, right? Like when you feel that response because I start giving a baby reference, that's the work. Um, So it would be like having a new baby. Maybe it's yours. Maybe it's a niece. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a video you're watching. And they're learning to walk and they keep falling down. They learn by doing. (laughs) They literally strengthen their muscles by doing. They figure out balance by doing. If we looked at that baby, it's, it's such a ridiculous example, but if we looked at that baby and we were like, you should have known how to balance. You should have known how to like, um, walk in a straight line. You should have known. No, they learn by doing. They learn by figuring it out, and so do you. There's are so many parts of you that are just this like infant figuring out the world. There are so many parts of you that are this like new exposed like crack of your soul that's figuring shit out like you are learning by doing. I had a client once who a lot of times when I'm um, when a client hires me I explore their birth numbers and I have a particular book I use that I find the most powerful um, but this particular client, when I learned her birthday and I looked at her birth numbers, <laughs> it literally said in her,, um, like, in her profile, "You will make intuitive decisions that feel wrong so you can learn the thing that happened after you made the decision. And we both were just like dying. like, because it's so easy to be like if i'd followed my intuition i would have done something differently in her profile it was literally like your intuition is going to lead you to hard shit you are intuitively going to be led to make decisions that will basically wreck havoc and the things you learn from that are going to be the whole point like that was what was meant to happen all along I just remember sitting with that client and like kind of laughing because it was like, well played universe, well played. <laughs> so we learn by doing. Telling ourselves we should have done it differently, we should have known it would happen, it would land this way, it's just nonsense. Like we learn by doing as humans. We learn physically, we learn emotionally, we learn spiritually, we learn socially um, we learn morally, like all of these things we learn by doing. So just reminding yourself like it is also true that we learn by doing. It doesn't immediately negate the reality that sometimes you feel like you should have known, but it is also true. Just let it sit in your realm of possibility in your knowing. And I think The conscious thought, the one we can identify is I should have known I'd feel this way. The unconscious truth is we learn by doing. And you have to get quiet and be with someone who's going to help you find what your unconscious truth is, what your soul knows to be true for you. Um, Like in the example of that client with her birthday I never would have known that was true for her if I hadn't gotten a little help. And I don't use that birthday stuff with all my clients, but intuition said to me, look up her birthday numbers. This is going to make a difference for her. And I did. And it did make a difference for her. And it really changed our coaching relationship because we were able to go back and keep referencing that. But there is some truth in you underneath the thought that's creating you, creating shame for you and it freaking matters and finding it is going to change your life so let me give you a couple more examples um here's a funny story actually side note i said to myself these bonus podcasts were going to be like 10 minutes long obviously that's not going to be true because there's too much to say but maybe they will shorten as as we move on (laughs) um you guys are going to spend all your lives listening to like two hours of my podcast every week and processing (laughs) okay moving on um number two was I shouldn't have listened to him okay what else could be true maybe it's I listened to him because it felt like the way to protect myself at the moment it felt like the way to protect my children at the moment it felt like the safe thing to do at that time and maybe it really was it was the safe thing to do at the time it was the way to protect myself or maybe it just felt like it was the way. Or um, maybe what's also true is I was people-pleasing, right? So shame wants to tell me you shouldn't have listened to him. But the truth is, what's also true is I was people-pleasing. It's a habit I've had because I was raised in a patriarchal, like, capitalistic, sexist, chauvinist, racist society that tells me that people-pleasing, because is the way to survive, (laughs) right? It keeps me down in the ranks by thinking it's my job to make everyone happy. Um, I'm done with that game. Maybe your story is I had an abortion and I stopped people-pleasing. I don't know. That's the kind of stuff we figure out in coaching calls, but Um, maybe what's true is I was people pleasing and just recognizing that creates some space, creates some relief. The next one was I should have checked the strings. That was mine, right? Remember? What else is true? If shame were off the table, what else could be true? There was no guarantee that checking the strings would have prevented that pregnancy. That's just a story I'm choosing to tell myself and reflecting back because it makes me feel like there's some control I could have had. There's no guarantee. There are a million different ways I could have got pregnant. If that was how I was supposed to be led to this work, maybe I would have got pregnant with the IUD still intact. Um, Who knows? Like It's just recognizing my imagination wants to tell me And shame me into thinking if I'd been a better human, if I'd been a better patient, if I'd been a better wife, woman, I would have been able to prevent that pregnancy. But it's just a made up story. We don't actually know it's true. What's actually true is there was no guarantee I could have prevented this pregnancy. There just wasn't. Another one is I'm not supposed to feel like this because I chose it. This is simple. Who cares if you're not supposed to? You do. And so, what else is true? I do feel this way. I just flat out do. I don't know why, but I do, and that matters. And that's the place to explore. Same with the next one. I can't believe this happened. It did happen. It did happen. That is true. I cannot change that truth. So instead of shaming myself with the thought, I can't believe this happened. What's wrong with me that this happened? What else is true? It did happen. Now what? Who am I? How do I want to show up? Okay, take a breath. (laughs) Take a breath, Amanda. You're going crazy. Um. There is also in the podcast guide, if you have not yet found it, something for you to notice this week. And I'm going to put this in every week. What might you want to notice this week? I just want you to pay attention to how much of your time are you like intentionally or unintentionally choosing shame inviting thoughts. Like what is going on? Be the watcher, be the noticer. Start paying attention to how much of your life is being run by shame. And then without judging yourself for whatever amount of time that is, start cultivating these new beliefs that bring a different lens, a lens of awareness, compassion, acceptance. I'll give you an example of how this showed up in my life last week. Um, I have always wanted to run post-abortion retreats. If you don't know, there are some post-abortion retreats that are quite famous, really well attended, and not in line with my values or the values of most of the people who find me. They are run by the Catholic Church. Um, I believe that for many people, they can be healing, and for many people, they create a shit ton of shame. (laughs) Like, we're talking buckets of shame. I, again, have thoughts and feelings about these retreats. I think it's very obvious. I think if you are of that particular belief system that aligns with these retreats, maybe they will work for you. And I don't get to decide, um whether or not they're supposed to be a part of humanity right now they are so apparently they are supposed to be I want to run retreats differently I want to run retreats where people come and there is no shaming there is no guilt trip there is no forgiveness there because there was nothing to forgive in the first place this is all just the learning journey of being human um I want to run retreats where you find healing inside yourself. And part of that is being in community with other humans who are on the same journey. So, last week my retreat, my first ever planned post-abortion retreat registration closed on and not a single person bought it. Not one. <laughs> not one person. Guess how many shaming thoughts I had. They were, um, maybe I shouldn't be doing, maybe this is a sign I shouldn't be doing this. I should be able to sell this. I should know how to do this. I could list a gazillion shame inviting thoughts that I had about my ability to sell this retreat. By the way, Huge change in the retreat plan, so if you're listening, like, the week this comes out, make sure you figure out what that is because it's a game changer. Um, but what is also true, the way I found compassion for myself, the way I stepped into awareness, the way I didn't let myself live in the shame was thoughts like this. I'm learning how to show people the vision in my head. I have this amazing, gorgeous vision in my head of what these retreats will look like, how they will change people's lives, what will be offered, the way people will head back to their homes, back to their communities, and just ripple effect the healing, right? Like, I have this big, beautiful vision. You can hear in my voice, like, Probably you can hear it's there, but I still don't know how to fucking talk about it. Like, (laughs) I am learning. Who cares if the first retreat didn't sell out? Who cares if I changed the game on the very last night and am not giving up? Like, who cares? I am learning. I'm figuring this out. And I'm not going to beat myself up for being in the process of learning. Choosing shame in this case in my life is, it's just like Simone mentions on the podcast. It is not, it is, there's zero benefit to it. Zero benefit to the thoughts and feelings I can have that create shame about my business growth, my retreat growth, my ability to help you all. So I am doing this work with you. I might have healed my abortion shame, But I have other shame and you will too. When you heal your abortion shame, you will have other shame. It will come. And if you've done the work around your abortion, you're much more willing to show up and call bullshit on the thoughts that create shame. Yeah, they still come. They do. I have so many thoughts that create shame. I had so many last week when I didn't sell the retreat. And I called bullshit and I said, no, we're not doing this. But if I hadn't done that work around my abortion, it would be a whole lot harder to experience that shame and not attach it to unhealed stories. Woo! Okay, the last thing that's on the podcast guide are a few tips. I'm not even going to read those here. Go find them. Go to my website, amandastarkingsley.com. Make sure you get access to the podcast guide. Once you get the link once, it's the same link. I'm just going to keep adding. So you don't need to like sign up every week. It's just the same link. You bookmark it. You have access. It's always growing. You get to keep doing the work. Um, if any of this feels like work you want to do with me, also go to my website. On the very first page, is a place that calls says book a session to see if we're a good fit to work together. That means we get on a call and I hear where you are. I hear where you want to go. And I decide if the tools I use are going to help you take that journey. If they're not, I'm going to tell you, I don't think I'm the right fit for you. Here's what I recommend. Um, if, they, if I do think they are a good fit, then I offer you a place in my one-on-one coaching and you decide if you want it. And we talk about how to make that decision um but that this this concludes this concludes bonus podcast number one I cannot believe I'm about to become a person who puts out two podcast episodes a week this feels absolutely insane but I'm rolling with it because it feels like the next right puzzle piece and we're gonna see how it works for you how it works for me um And I'm going to let it evolve and change as it needs to. But this feels so right and so aligned for me right now. And I am grateful to you for being, for listening to number one. And um, please feel free to send me feedback um, if you have ideas, suggestions, thoughts. I do want to try and shorten these in the future, but that will take practice. And so, number one was long. Because I am not practiced it's number one I am learning <laughs> we'll see if I can shorten it or not who knows maybe spirit will tell me to make them longer I'm gonna listen and I'm gonna find out I'll see you next week